in the Mesilah Yashari, in Perikut Gimel, up to the words, Hine Habeila im Ishto, Muteret. A man is allowed to be with his wife whenever he wants, as long as she's not a nida, as long as she's not impure. When she is clean, he's allowed to be with her as much as he wants. Ezra made a takona. And he said that any person who is with his wife, if he wants to be able to daven, he has to go to the mikveh. Okay? Now, today this halacha is not operative anymore. Today it's only midat chasidut, if one wants to do this. But, back in the time of Ezra Saif, it says Ezra made such a takona. He made such a uh, decree. Why did he make this decree? Shelo yihiyu talmidei hachamim mitsuyin etzel l'shehen kitarnegolim. So they should not be so often together with their wives. Because of every time they have to go to the mikveh in order to pray and possibly learn, then it's going to be too much of a tircha. It's not going to be easy. So mamela, it will help that they won't be with their wives that much. Okay? So he says, Lefi, she'afal pi mutter. Even though the maisa itself is totally mutar, Omnam kvaru matbia be'atzmo shel adam hatayvazes. So once a person is with his wife, which is a mitzvah gedoyla, to be mekayim the mitzvah puravu, to be mekayim the mitzvah oina, which is something that's a necessity for the wife, but to uh, achieve that uh, goal of the purpose of mitzvah zayna, to achieve the purpose of mitzvah zayna, it's not necessary to do it that many times. So, but what's going to happen is, a person's going to get married. And he has to do this gewaldic mitzvah of, of, of And he has a gewaldic mitzvah to his wife. But for that, it's sufficient much less times. Whatever the amount of times, it's not the subject here today. But that is a sufficient amount, and that's enough. But what's going to happen, since beer, a person has a pleasure from it, and and people have a desire for it, what happens is it's going to get out of control. So it's going to get out of control. And then what's going to happen if it gets out of control? Bye-bye, so he'll be with his wife more times. Okay, as as So you see that Ezra Seifer was worried that if you're going to be with your wife, even when it's mutter, excessive, more than it's necessary to be mekayim the mitzvah, gam it's mutter, there's a big, big chashash, and ultimately you'll do averot. It's a very deep concept. I don't know. Again, most of you are bochum, so I don't know. This sugi is mamisha sugi amuka ad me'oid. Because simply we all think that getting married 
will save us from all our tithes, right? Every bocha thinks like that. Once I get married, that's it. I can do whatever I want now because once I get married, my tithes will go. Okay, but that's not the subject, right? So the tithes go away. But over here it says maybe not, that's not so simple. Because you can have more tithes. Imagine a bocher, he had tithes, but he had gedara morsa, you know, he never did beer. And he probably won't do it because he never experienced it and he has uh, enough years shamayim to protect himself from going down that road. But now that he got married and now he was toyim the time of beer, now he's going to do it excessive. And if he's going to do it excessive, the chashash is going to do a be'esud. Something that he didn't have as a bochor. So you see, marriage made a new test for him. Deep thing. It's a very deep thing. As some of the big bali Muslim machshavas say. A bochor can go his whole life without beer. And he's able to survive. All of a sudden he gets married and now he's faced with a test when his wife's in need and all kinds of bayot, mashorchim ba'olam. What happened? So you see, marriage can make more problems for you. Not less problems for you. Aili Gemara says it makes pas pasala. Is that sugya amuka? I'm not going into the whole sugya right now. Pas pasala. You have your bread in your basket. So it should help you. I'm not going into the sugya. This is deep stuff. But I'm just pointing out that over here the Mesil Zesharim says that the Ezra Asaifa made a takona. That you have to go to the mikveh. In order that people shouldn't be with their wives more than necessary, even though it's mutter, because it might spill over into Issa. You got it? That's a very important point. Very important point. Now, even though it says over here, Talmideh Hachamim, but Ramosha Feinstein says clear the truth that it's not referring to Talmideh Hachamim, it's referring to every Jew. Every single Jew. Every from Jew, every ben Torah. It's not only for Talmidei Chachomim that, the, that he didn't want them to be with their wives, Ketan Every Jew has to have this cap. Kaddish Atz You see? You see what I'm telling you? Because Ramesh finds in the truth is Halach for every Jew. So we're talking about precious, and precious we say is Hasid. Wow, you have to be a Hasid. So you would think that maybe Hasidut is only for Talmidei Hachamim. Big Sadiq. Okay. Big Sadiq, Kaddashat, but me, regular guy, 2022, regular guy, get married, I can do whatever I want, as long as it's mutter. Nope. Ramosha finds it says the truth in this halach is referring to everybody. And they ask a question, a deep question. Tzodik asks a very deep question. He says that the Ramban al says that if a person is with his wife excessively, even be'oifen, that it's mutter, but more than necessary, meaning he's only doing it for his pleasure, not for the purpose of it. He's over isur de'oraita naval bershuta Torah. It's isur de'oraisa. Kadoishim tiyu. That you can't be a novel bershuta Torah. And Ramosha Faisi says that this halacha requires to everybody. It says, Darais for everybody. So if so, Fractum Tzadik HaKoyim Lublin. So why, why did uh, Ezra Saif have to make a takona that you go to the mikveh? If it's Asur Midoraita, so why should you be choshish that a person is going to do that? That's a big subject. I'm not going to go into it now. But I just want, 
one point to pull out of this thing. You see, a man is so weak. When it comes to the area of Arias, he is so weak that if he experiences a certain pleasure in Arias, whatever it may be, it becomes habit and he can't live without it. That means even a guy who gets married and he experiences a certain pleasure of a mitzvah, of a chiyuv, and he's a Talmud Chocham, and he's not planning on being over the arises, he's still in a big danger that Ezra Saif has to come along and make a takana. So if you're a bocher and you experience arise on different levels, maybe not on that level, uh, let's say you got into the habit of looking at girls. You have to know that now this takes you over. And it becomes a habit that you are addicted to. And you need to learn how to uproot that, that thing. Don't think, uh, look a little bit, everything will be good. No, it will create within you bayot. Because that is the nature of a man. That's what you see over here. And we have to be very, very careful with what we look at. Because what we look at, we have a nature that will hook us. We'll become hooked. And once a person becomes hooked, it goes by nature from bad to worse. From bad to worse. Because the whole idea, I don't want to go too deep into this, but the whole idea with Taiva is, what you get used to is not exciting. You understand? Gilui Erva is not just the pleasure of Arias, it's to reveal something that you didn't have the audacity to reveal before. Big Sogya. There is a certain rush in Gilui Arias. It's not just the Taiva, there's a certain rush in Gilui Arias. And Mimela, you have to Megala more and more. You have to break more and more fences. That's the Matthias of the Taiva. And therefore a person has to be very, very, very careful to erect fences. And over here, Mesir Sisharim was talking about Kaddish Atzmechol B'Mutrloch. It's your wife. He's not even talking about making Gedorim and Issa. And for sure you have to make Gedorim and Issur. The Gemara says that if uh, the, the Chazal say, I'm not sure if it's a Gemara, I don't remember offhand. Chazal say if a guy goes into the supermarket to buy something in order to see the woman who stands behind the counter <coughs> and to take change from her, even if he has toiru ma'isim toivibli and nakem medina shel gehenim, will never be free from gehenim. His toiru is nothing. Everything is nothing. Mestakel be'etzpak tano the guy looks for the beauty at the pinky of a woman. These are the worst of the worst, but they are the addictive of the addictive. All these YouTubes and TikToks and this and that is arise gemurim. Over a person, over isid, the arises the worst of the worst, and they're not going to stop there. It's not going to stop there. It's addictive. So we need to be vigilant. Very vigilant when it comes to watching our eyes. Very vigilant. That's the idea. Okay, let's go right. Umisham Yachol 
even if a person is with his wife and it's mutter gomor, but nature of man is that once he gets used to this taiva, he will extend it and extend it until he will come to Isur. This is a big one. Chazal say like this. Ever koton yesh ba'odam. Okay, this is a Chazal. You have to notice Chazal. Chazal say a man has a small limb on his body, and the way it works is like this. Must be all. If he satiates that limb, raev he starves it. He wants more. Marivo, if he starves it. Savea, it becomes satiated. And this is the exact opposite of what people think. People think, I have taiva, let me just do a little bit. Make my Yetzirah happy, right? I have a taiva. Let me just do a little bit of make my Yetzirah happy and shut him up. And he'll leave me alone. Because usually when you're hungry, you eat. And then what happens after you eat, right? When you go, when you're hungry for lunch, right? You eat lunch, you feel satisfied, right? Great, unbelievable. You eat lunch, you feel satisfied. So I have urges, I have urges to look at things. I have urges to go places. I have urges to experience certain things that are taiva. So let me fill the urge and then it'll go away and I'll be happy, right? Because I'll say, no, 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 no. If you control yourself, you what we call in English and psychology, if you surf the urge... The urge is like a wave, you know, it gets stronger and stronger, then it crashes. If you surf the urge and let it just ride the urge, and then it crashes and it goes away, after a while the urge will not come back. That's a fact. Eventually the urge will not come back. If you rival, if you starve the urge, must be all, it ain't coming back. But if you give in to the urge, and you feed it, what happens is, the urge comes back stronger. And for more things. And then you get into an endless cycle of falling for your Yetzar. That's an unbelievable uh, giloi in Chazal, in how the Yetzar works. Now, I want to take you into a world now, which I think is deep, deep stuff that every Bokhar has to know. The problem is, like we said yesterday, we don't know ourselves, we don't know our tithers, we don't know how we operate, and we try to figure out the battle with the Yetzirah with our own intellect. Big mistake. You have to follow the way the Torah tells you how to deal with your problems, okay? I'm going to tell you Chidushim now. We have enough time. We have about seven minutes. I'm going to tell you big Chidushim. You ready? Huh? How much are you willing to pay for this chiddush? Ah, maya. Billion. Ah, oh, billion? Okay, I'll tell you the chiddush. Henry, listen to this chiddush. Tishma chiddush po. Not shy a chiddush. Ready? I'm going to say over on the bottom of my Masil Sisharim here, I have a pirish, like I told you the other day, from Rabdan Segel. And he brings down a word from Rabchatzkel, so I'm going to say it in this lush. Okay? You ready? Guys, are you ready? Shema Tov Tov. Abchatzkel says like this. All desires of man, every single desire you got, really is coming from your soul, from your nefesh. 
And the purpose of that desire is to bring you to spiritual acquisitions. Okay? What happens is, the Yitzhahara takes your desires, and he confuses you, and he, and he tells you, this is where you're supposed to fulfill your hunger, your desire. And then, he scams you. Okay, but watch how Rukhatskal says it. We said this, you saw it before, but watch how Rukhatskal says it. He says, I'll give you a marshal. He says like this. Shola mashkiach zatzal. The great mashkiach Rukhatskal Levenstein asked, Lama ba'oylom, why in the world anashim rotfim kolkach achal taivis hamomin? Why is everybody chasing money like a madman? Okay? I don't have to prove that to you. You all know that. Okay? When it comes to Ruchnius, if you have one good chakras, you're good for the week. You had a good ten minutes for a Seder, you're like, wow, I feel great. This is awesome. I'm done. Right? But by, by money, if you make a sale and you make a hundred thousand, you're like, a hundred thousand, you know, there's a, there's a, there's right now a lottery for, well, for two billion dollars, you know. That's money. Right? With, with, with some shot. Says Rabchatska like this. You ready, Rabbi Say? So he says like this. The marshal. Adam it palo tefila hatoval, hareha almost, right? So he says the person that did one tefila, he feels good, one seder, he feels good. Well, right. So he says like this. Adam Let's say I have a guy who's really hungry and thirsty, okay? He's really hungry and thirsty, this guy. Imagine he would take the food, he would go into the restaurant, he would go into the dining room, whatever it is he would go, he would see food, he would see bottles of water, right? Drinks and foods and everything. And what would he do? He would put them in his pocket. He doesn't eat it. Right? You listening? Guy goes to the, to, he's starving. Ah! Givaldic takes a sandwich. It's in a nice wrapping. He puts it in his pocket. Grabs a, a water bottle. Puts it in the other pocket. Right? What's gonna happen? He says, this guy's gonna continue to be starving. Even though he's taking food. And even though he's stuffing his pockets. And he even brings more to put in the back seat of his car and his trunk. And he takes it home and he stuffs his whole wardrobe with food and drink and whatnot. Guy's just getting hungrier and hungrier by the minute. I got him, he's grabbing food like a madman, right? Why is that? Because he took, I took, I took. He just put it in the wrong place. Not going to make you happy. All he has to do is take a bite. Take a drink. He'll feel good. But until he takes a bite and a drink, he's just grabbing food and food and food and putting it away. It ain't going to make his starving go away. Right? So he says, a person has desires. Yeah, desires. Desires. Taiva. He's hungry. He's hungry. But where is the source of the hunger? From his soul. So he goes and he tries to fill the hunger of his soul where? Puts it in the body. He's the same thing like the guy who's hungry for food and he puts the food in his pocket instead of his stomach. Same thing. Because he filled the desire in the wrong place 
which wasn't actually the source of the desire. In the deep shirish of the desire, it just, that's not where it came from. So if it didn't come from there, it's not going to fill it. Deep. This is deep stuff. A guy has an inner hunger. He wants to acquire. He wants to know. He wants attachments. He wants tainug. That's coming from the soul. So how do you fill those desires? If you attach to Hashem, if you attach to learning, if you attach to the right things, if you acquire information of the Torah, you acquire, you, 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 whatever it is, you become kinyanim, you get midot, those are things that you acquire. Then what happens is, your soul feels good, it feels satisfied, it feels satiated, it feels unbelievable. But if you take that same desire, and you run after money, and you run after cars, and you run after houses, and you run after covenant, and you run after women, and you run after this, and you run after that, you're starving to death. You have no satisfaction in life because you're not filling the source of the desire. And the source of the desire is getting hungrier and hungrier by the minute. Yeah? And that's why you lead an unhappy life. And that's why you lead a life of Averis. You understand? Someone told me he has a big problem. No matter what I let him use on the phone, for whatever cheshbon is, he needs more. Yeah, it starts with sports, but then it's this, and then it's that, and then it's that, and then it's that, and then it's that. That means he's hungry. The guy is hungry. His soul is hungry. Very hungry. And he doesn't realize why giving himself something is not satisfying himself because he is an ama'aret in understanding how the hunger of a human being works. There's someone else that I'm dealing with that has like some form of addiction. Okay? Now, I told him, no matter what work we're going to do to uproot that addiction, but you will never, ever, ever be able to uproot the addiction if you don't learn how to attach to learning and davening because the same soul that brought you to the addiction in the first place, you let it take you there, still needs to be fed. So if you're just going to stop the addiction somehow, the urge still needs to be fed. And if you're not feeding it, it's not going to be satisfied. If it's not going to be satisfied, then you're going back to addiction. And most people rebound to addictions. Especially this one that we're dealing with. So what, what, what's the what's the answer to the riddle? The answer to the riddle is because they are not understanding a basic principle of the Torah. The basic principle of the Torah is you need to fill the desire of your soul, and the way you fill the desire of the soul is by developing an attachment to Hashem through davening through learning, you, you, all those koiches ha-nefesh that you have, you have to satisfy them. And if you satisfy those koiches ha-nefesh for the reason that they were given to you, then you'll feel very content. You'll feel very good about yourself. And then you will not have drives for the wrong things. So it's like, what we're learning over here is that really it's like a double whammy. Okay? What we're learning over here is like a double part avoidance. The seals of says, part number one, must be all. 
ra'evo. If you fill it, you will starve it. It'll be endless, like Rav is saying. You're just gonna keep going, 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 then you're not satiating it. Ra'evo masbiyo. But ra'evo masbiyo doesn't just mean starve it, block the urge, and then you're gonna be like, okay, everything's gonna be good. It means that it will stop pulling you in the bad way, and now you have to fill it in the good way. It has to be with Torah too. There's no such thing as working on your Yetzirah without Torah. Get that through your thick head. There's no such thing as working on Yetzirah if you're not going to learn how to learn. And you're not going to learn how to develop an attachment to learning and an enjoyment from learning. And you got to invest in that. If you invest in that, then you will save your life. Okay? We'll stop there for today.